for the Signal 50 Podcast, where we talk about the R-Truth about today's current events. Good day, everybody. Welcome to the Signal 50 Podcast with your hosts, Alpha and Bravo. Bravo, good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning. How's it going? Uh, We're here, and uh, we've been a little busy, haven't we? Yeah, we have been a little bit busy, and we'll tell you a little bit about what we're up to at the uh, at the end of the program. Uh, big project we've been working on, so we'll we'll go over a little bit of that later on. But a lot of stuff going on. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Thanks for giving us uh, some of your valuable time. We really appreciate it. And thanks a lot. We're, we're starting to really pick up some steam, which is really nice. You know, Getter has been a, a very useful tool. And if you do spot us on Getter at Alpha Sierra, to, uh, Alpha Sierra 288 and at Bravo Golf 592, you know, follow us on, on uh, Getter. It's been, a, it's been a very valuable tool to get the word out. And a lot of you folks have been following and, and subscribing to the podcast from Getter. Really appreciate that. Our, uh, our distribution's gone up a little bit, which is good. And I'm really happy to hear that, getting some positive feedback on Getter on some of the stuff we're putting up. Mm-hmm. So you can also find us on, you know, Locals, you know, Alpha Sierra, uh, Bravo Golf 592 on Locals. And you can find us on Telegram you know, the signal 50 podcast and at your, you know, we're waiting on truth social. We don't know what's going on there, but it's been a major hang up there. You know, basically grab our podcast wherever you can find podcasts. You know, we're we're basically everywhere. Don't forget about rumble. If you like to have some noise in the background while you're working and you want to put that in the corner, I mean, you see our little icons and us talking back and forth, but we, um, Bring, bring to you the hard truth about today's current events. Lifelong friends that just can't stop talking about current events. <laughs> yeah, we, and then trust me, there's just absolutely no lack of things to talk about right now. It's just a, a, a dizzying smattering of, of news from everywhere, uh, from all four corners, right? It's just, it's just unrelenting at this point. It, it, it never ends. <laughs> that's the whole, no. that's like the world turning. <laughs> No, it's like you're standing in the middle of a forest fire and you're like, okay, great, cool. I can attack from all directions now. Uh, attack in all directions. It's just, it's just, we're surrounded by bad news, basically. And it's, uh, can get a little wearing, I guess. It can, it can uh, you know, it's always us against them or them against us or someone said this and we have to react yeah. to that. And it's just like, no, can we stop, ends. please? Yeah, it never ends. I think we're we're losing our national identity to, uh, you know, our national identity to political identity. And that's a real problem. We'll talk about that here in a little while. Mm -hmm. But anyhow, you know, we got some quick stories we want to go over, you know, some of the things that we've talked about in the past that keep just kind of popping up, you know, and they don't stop popping up, which is like whack-a-mole, right? Yeah, it's totally like Um, whack-a-mole. You might recall during the 2020 election cycle. That this uh, this 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 wayward uh, wayward uh, rap scallion named Hunter Biden drops his uh, MacBook off at a repair shop and it's just loaded with all sorts of stuff he shouldn't have had, right? Right. Yeah. Now, like any good repair place, they do their thing and they, you know, I, I believe they're they're mandated if they find something that's uh, child pornish or something. I think they have to report it. I, I believe. But I believe that's right. Uh, but otherwise, you know, he repairs it and, um, you know, it gets a ticket and writes it up and Hunter Biden did sign it. That, that's been he proven. Did. His laptop, he just kind of abandoned it there. He forgot all about it. 
I mean, I guess, you know, I forget about picking up the dry cleaning once in a while, but if I had a MacBook, I'd be a little bit more uh, eager to get it back, wouldn't you? MacBook schmackbook when you're when you're dragging in that kind of money, eighty thousand dollars a month from the Ukrainian gas company is a uh, as some kind of a gas expert. You know, you can just go buy yourself a new one every month. It's fine. Doesn't uh, you know, why wear one out, you know? Well, it's funny because Biden Hunter Biden, excuse me, didn't really know how to use a MacBook because if he remembered to uh delete everything there because it's abandoned or brick it, they call it, you know, he didn't do that either. He just it was an open it was an open MacBook. Yeah. Yeah. It's like leaving the keys in the, in, in the ignition of your idling Lamborghini out in front of the, uh, uh, correctional facility. You know what That's I right. mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> smart, <laughs> smart move, dude. But yeah. anyhow, they found all sorts of crazy crap on the computer. The guy that runs the repair shop has been ostracized and they've given him stuff, you know, all sorts of garbage. And the New York times spent a long time and everybody that believed in the story was called a tool of Russia or a Russian agent or a Russian asset or Russia, Russia, Russia. And uh, the other day, they just came out and said, oh, yeah, by the way. Oh, oh, not to mention that the tech giants, every time you want to talk about that, they mm. would censor you, throw you off of platforms like they did to the New York Post, mm -hmm. who broke the story, actually. And it was right before. And there there was the true October surprise. I, I, I really, it really was. And yeah. after the tech giants all subdued it and hit it and, you know, knocked people off and, and really did. Um, uh, the technology to be able to wipe it from the internet basically is what they did uh -huh. um comes to come to find out that uh it would have changed minds and it would have changed hearts about the vote and i'm um, not that i believe uh joe biden the, the dad there got 80 million 81 million votes but it would have definitely changed you know people's minds about voting for him well this was a it was a big story mm -hmm. and there was it was pretty much a smoking gun on the biden crime family uh yep. and it 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 remains a smoking gun for the biden crime family that's out there on the loose in the wild now mm -hmm. and what what i think is that there's there's a reason behind everything that they do sure and i think that everybody's done with joe biden mm -hmm. even even the far left even everybody that he's been playing to all of these people, they, they've had it with him. Everything is a disaster. Uh, and they I, I think that you're going to see an investigation into that laptop by the FBI. And I think you're going to see within the next six to eight weeks some serious breaking news on that. I think they're signaling uh, getting rid of Joe Biden. Yeah, that that really is the, the main the main takeaway here. The New York Times yesterday put out a story that the Hunter biden laptop is actually real now the the more fascinating response from the new york post was you have to be shabeeping me that's what <laughs> shabeeping shabeeping yeah we're trying All to right. keep friendly, family friendly here fair enough um, and I, I can't remember where my uh my beep button is on my thing here. <laughs> anyway so i i say shabeeping um it, it's it's uh quite remarkable that uh they're starting to leak it out now that we also know that hunter biden has been under investigation by the fbi now if the fbi does any kind of random police investigative work i'd be surprised um but they're someone's someone's putting the the pressure on them to do something so 
we'll have to wait and see. But uh, yeah, yeah, my my, I'll give you ten to one odds that within the next six to eight weeks you're going to see a move. You know, there are going to be some breaking and startling revelations about uh, money laundering, bribes, and and such, and they're going to involve the president. Mm-hmm. And and I, this is my prediction. And you're going to see him suddenly become ill or resign within the next six to eight weeks. Mark it. Yep. I mark it. I think I think by June. Yeah. I think by June, Joe Biden will be no more. You're going to have Kamala Harris, uh, a coronated queen, and we're going to have. Uh, she'll have to appoint a VP. No, no, no. Yeah. I wonder who that's going to be. Well, <laughs> uh, my crystal ball's broken, I think. I, or Hillary. Hillary Clinton's going to be amazing. Yeah, she's been peeking up a little bit lately, but you know what? I think I think her days are numbered, too. You know, mm. you know, you'd still have the Durham investigation that's going strong, and ah, yes. all signals indicate that there are some indictments coming. Ah. Uh, from some of the sources that I'm uh, observing and mm-hmm. some my understanding is, you know, from what little I can glean from what I've been analyzing and the the noise and that there's a difference between signal and noise, right? Sure, sure. And within the noise there is some signal and some of the signal I'm getting is a lot of DC lawyers are about to get hemmed up. Mm-hmm. And a lot of intel officials are about to get hemmed up too. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll have to see. Let's put it to you this way. Uh, little Birdie tells me that there's not a criminal defense attorney worth his weight in salt available in D.C. They're all under retainer. Oh. So you've got, yeah. yeah <laughs> that, that's been going on for a while. Um, they're know, all getting, they're very busy right now. Well, they're all getting lawyered up because a lot of their people that uh, you're, you're, you're seeing are potentially, they've been grand juried. Remember, grand juries are secretive, right? Sure, sure. So I think a lot of people, uh, they they haven't. A lot of people that were involved, they were probably smart, and heard a little bit of, little bit of signal in the noise for themselves, and they said, you know, I might want to get an attorney. But my little birdie tells me I got a friend of mine who's a lobbyist downtown. A lot of high profile people are really ducking for cover right now. So we'll so see here, what happens. And it, from what I understand, D.C. is you have to be barred in D.C. to be a lawyer. And you can't no. be outside of D.C. if you're not barred, you know, to, to represent anyone there. So uh, not sure about that. I think that's the oh, other right. way around. I think I think D.C. is a free zone where if you are a member of the bar anywhere, I think you can practice in D.C. Okay. I thought I heard that the other way. But then again, um, well, heard, we'll get some clarity on that. Well, yep. I'll, I'll, I'll I'll bet you a root beer. All right. Back for kids again. Yeah, exactly. The older I get, the less I want alcohol. How about that's that? right? <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Because age is a terrible thing. Mm. It just kind of happens, doesn't it? It does. So you know, hey, listen, you know, the, you know, signal and noise, right? Sure. It's a, it's a, it's a great way to put what's going on in the world. You know, if you, if you watch the news and and you can get past the headline, all right, right, right. And the big, the big headline is Ukraine. Everything Ukraine, Russia, China. Blah, so blah, blah. I have I have one caveat to, to add to that. I think the 24 hour news news uh, cycle is detrimental to people's thinking. Oh, I agree. Uh, Completely and, and agree. 
and again, I, I'm, you know, the days of Walter Cronkite and the three big channels that gave you news was not good either. So I think what you're, what you're going to see alpha is the fact that we're moving towards when you want the news, you go find it on your own. And here are the sources that the internet, okay. I think the big yeah. news networks are going to be done too. Cause people aren't watching them anymore. Their, their ratings are in the toilet. Oh, it's terrible. Terrible. Even, even Fox news is starting to really aggravate people with their coverage. Well, they're aggravating uh, me because I don't oh. pay to them anymore. I just, yeah, don't. I know. I mean, I Sean Hannity is like touting. We should go, you know, bomb the hell out of Ukraine. I'm like, are you crazy? Oh my gosh. Like, <laughs> think about it before you start pissing off uh, a, a, an army that's as big as you are and has lots of nukes, just like we do. I mean, come on. Use yeah. some common sense here. <laughs> Be smart, not right. Okay. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, so in the signal and the noise, you know, there's a lot of that going on, and the media is, is really difficult to deal with. You got the big headline that's distracting everybody, which is Ukraine. Mm. And yes, it's a big story. We're going to talk about that here a little later on. But, you know, hidden in the hidden in the signal and in, in the noise is starting to make noise about a new variant of COVID coming oh my god here we Talking go cover. here we go yep oh, yep. oh my god oh it's delta cron they're marketing it just something huge i mean just in time for the midterm elections you know you got some of the the, the bureaucrats saying ah oh, with this thing coming we're gonna need to do lockdowns and masking again and we're gonna have to do all these things and over my dead body we're done i'm we're done, done with it we're I, done. I got my i got my uh I, and i'm not talking about I need, I got what I need, but it's not the vaccine. <laughs> We're good to go. So, you know, listen, you do you people out there, but let me tell you something. You can't live in fear and right. you just can't live in fear. And, and we, that's the big thing. You control people through fear. And I think the fear was wearing off. So they got to pump some fear, you know, mm. It's the nonstop pump, pump, pump of the fear. And, and fear is the easiest way to change somebody's behavior. And unfortunately, uh, if you look at the, the population of the United States and you put into thirds, I think that's a good way to, to kind of characterize who's where. I think you have a third uh, that do not have any fear whatsoever, and they're going to choose to live life and, and take each thing as it comes and evaluate it. and you know, make, make decisions based on rationality. You have a third that are busy doing their thing. And then, yeah, they're kind of go along to get along kind of folks. And, that's and okay. then that's all right too, you know, but then you have a third that just, you know, start looking up to the sky and waiting for chicken little to start falling. And it's just, uh, you know, keep your head, keep your head on straight. And, you know, alpha, we take, we named this, uh, the show, take care we got to take care of ourselves first and that includes yourself all right absolutely yeah we, now one we of the things that. we were talking before the show and i think it's important that we mention this when we were starting out as uh probing firefighters on the volunteer fire services that we worked on uh one of the first lessons the instructor uh made very clear to me and it wasn't it wasn't quote nice but it was in the in the jest of you you need to take care of yourself first before you can take care of your partner that you're going into these extremely hazardous situations with. That's right. 
And talk about talk about a cold slap of reality in the face at a very young age that would go contrary to what you would think. That's right. right. And it's very similar to if you're sitting in an airplane and they say, put your mask on first before you help others. And the reason why is you'll be passed out in five seconds if you don't. All right. right. So the reality is if you're in a you're in a situation where you're you're not ready to go. And, not, and there's other things to just being ready to go. Your equipment's on, your air is full and all that other kind of stuff. And you're, you're buckled up the right way to keep the heat out. If you're feeling sick that day or you're not, your head's not in it, you know, you're, you're thinking about something else, you're distracted, Don't you're not that. ready to go. No, you're, you're not ready to take care of yourself first. Right. Or you're, you've, been, you've been favoring your knee because it's been hurting and you're not getting it taken care of or looked at and you're not taking care of yourself. So taking care of yourself is, you know, you can't, you can't take care of anyone else and uh, you need to be good to go. I think that's right. an important part of this. Well, and I think it's very timely that you mentioned that, you know, we, we forgot to mention that at the top of the show and, you know, mm -hmm. we're, we're doing this kind of a, a little bit ad hoc We're we're really busy trying to, we want to put out some content for you today. Uh, but we're really busy just grinding away on, on something that we're, we're really excited to share with you. It's just going to take a bit of time. Right. So it's timely that you mention that because, you know, there's some things going on here and it's going to kind of relate to Ukraine and what's going on in the world. And we'll get to that a little bit later on, but we've got some serious problems here in this country. We have mm -hmm. some very serious problems in this country and, and we're, we're missing the take care of ourselves part in our in our so-called leaders mm -hmm. you know we have we have a fentanyl we have a drug problem and it all relates to taking care of our southern border which right. we're completely ignoring it's a it's a free fire zone i bet nobody knows that over across the border from texas the other night was was a a battle Mm -hmm. Not not just a skirmish between two rival cartels or anything like that. It was a battle, like a full scale battle, where the the Mexican law enforcement and their military and everybody just ran away because mm -hmm. it was just too much for anybody to handle. They captured a, a, a cartel head over there, mm. and everybody just went bananas. Mm -hmm. And it's a full scale battle right across the. There's a war going on on our southern border. That's correct. We're not paying attention to it. And we're actually being invaded, Alpha. Let's, oh, let's, let's call it what it is, everyone. Okay? Absolutely. We're not, we're not, I'm not calling them undocumented. I'm not calling, they're illegal. They don't belong here and they should not be here. But I'm going to get back to my original point. Well, wait we a have, minute. We're minute. being invaded. We are being invaded. And, and by the legal definition of the laws that are on the books, you are absolutely 100% correct. No matter if anybody wants to hear that or not, that is the correct line of thinking we're being invaded period and how Go is on. that taking care of ourselves first we're not we're absolutely not we're we have completely and i'm glad you brought that up because it goes nicely into this we are not taking care of ourselves what is the number one responsibility of the united states government to protect our borders and protect its citizens correct and what are they not doing protecting the borders and protecting the citizens Yet we're sending $15 billion to Ukraine. Because we need to protect their border first. Correct. Does that make any sense, anyone? Not even it, a little bit. How is that <laughs> taking care? How do we help anybody until we help ourselves? Um, duh. 
you know, <laughs> I, our our immigration system is 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 not broken. It was broken. It was right. intentionally broken. It's right. not a broken system. It's a system that worked. But the politicians decided to, you know, replace people with people that might vote for them by giving them something, giving them my tax dollars and your tax dollars, too. So we don't have a broken immigration system. We broke our immigration system. And we, meaning we we voted and he won Biden, I'm talking about, and he got out his pen, didn't need his phone because he couldn't know how to dial it. And he started signing stuff. The stroke of a pen changed the, the the dynamic of this country greatly, and we're paying the price, right? Oh, crime, and, and, oh, yeah. crime in the inner cities is just absolutely out of control. Right. You've got an illegal immigration, just a, a disaster on our hands. It, it's, it's just incredible. Right. So let's talk about we're not taking care of ourselves either financially. No, not at all. Go ahead. So let's go. Let's talk. Let's get into the financials. I mean... Anyone look at their uh, savings accounts lately? How many of us out there have had to dip into our savings accounts to make up for the lack of value that our dollar now has? And if you look at the value in your savings accounts, they start to, you know, you thought you had a lot of money saved up because of uh, the coronavirus because they were giving us money, all kinds of money to fill the coffers with. But we all know that when we go to the pumps, the first words out of my mouth are, let's go, Brandon. Oh. And the price just doesn't seem to be stopping. $7 a gallon gas, uh, all the way down to $4 a gallon of gas. And that is a, that is a tax on all of us. And it's also le- because directly related to policies that are being propagated by the current administration. That's right. We are not taking care of our own needs. We are no. we are listening to a very small group of special interest wackos out there that want to run the world on broccoli powered cars. Mm-hmm. That doesn't work. No, it will never work. It doesn't work. Now, it is amazing. Now, now going along with what you said, our our I I, I live in Maryland. It's not a secret. Everybody knows I live in Maryland. We have a governor here. His name is Larry Hogan. He's kind of a tool. Mm-hmm. But he did kind of a good thing the other day. He says, okay, you know, this is too much for people. We're going to suspend the gas tax. Oh, very America. nice. Mm-hmm. I was like, very nice. Thank you very much for not stealing my money. Yeah. However, he pulled the gas tax, which which equates to about 18 cents a gallon, which is not nothing. Okay. Right. It's it's not nothing. Gas is still four fifty nine a gallon. Ugh. After they pulled the gas tax. Right. It's like, holy geez. And and getting back to let's take care of ourselves, what's broken with this, right? I mean, with and we're speaking about petroleum products first and foremost. When Biden signed the executive order, shut down the Keystone Pipeline to stop uh, oil drilling on, on federal lease lands, when they said get off of Anwar and out of our coastal areas to drill and uh, stop fracking because everyone thinks it's the devil uh, procedure to get oil out of the ground. That's, that's what's happening is the fact that we've shot ourselves in the foot. We're bleeding profusely and we're not taking care of ourselves because of the the, policy that was made. We cut off the branch of the tree we were sitting on. That's right. And, and if you look at 
how much money was bringing in, how much we didn't care what was going on across the globe when it comes to oil. We're not trying to import oil from Venezuela, Iran, and Russia, Russia, who is supposed to be the boogeyman, but we're still buying it from them. Don't right. let anyone get you, okay? They, they, we are buying it from Russia, okay? Um, and, and and anything that Joe Biden tries to, to stumble out when he speaks, uh, they're still buying it from Russia. So it, this is this is ultimately we're paying, ridiculous. We're paying for both sides of a war with no strategic with no strategic uh, advantage on, on either way. It's for, just it's the for you and I. Ever, oh, that's right. It's I would say it's strategically valuable to to Biden and Pelosi and Romney and and all the other um, yeah. people that are using Ukraine as a personal piggy bank. Absolutely. We'll get a into money that laundering in a, service. Well, we'll get into that in a minute. We'll sure. get into that in a minute. But you know, what's really funny is you, you have people they're blame now. Now the Democrats are blaming the oil companies. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you a question. I'm, I'm a business guy and mm-hmm. you're more of the academic sort, but health, you're health, health, yeah. health academic sort, which is fine. If I ran a company and it were as politically sensitive as an oil company and you have to navigate the policies of a government that could change with a stroke of a pen like they have, right? Mm-hmm. And you have shareholders to report to and everybody's going to act in their own self-interest, right? And a company's job is to stay in business. Sure. And to provide, you know, people have invested in your company by buying shares. They expect a return and value for their dollar. Mm-hmm. Now say like, like let's use Keystone pipeline, for example, all of these companies that that's, they did the right thing based upon the conditions at the time when Trump came into office and he's like, we're going to drill baby drill. We're going to build a pipeline. We're going to do all these cool things. Right. Yep. All these companies went whole hog right into sure. it. They invested people saw the return that they were going to get on their investment in turn, they invested in the companies building the pipelines. They employed thousands of people. Everybody was humming along stroke of a pen. It all goes to pot. Right now, what happens to all of those companies in the supply chain because of a political decision? They are suffering. Right. And they're going out of business and their board of directors is calling for people to get fired and stuff. So as an oil company executive, and you know, there's 9,000 leases that have been this, that, and the other thing. Okay. First of all, the oil companies are not going to invest a dime when you have a, a, a an administration that's as unstable in their decision-making as what we presently have. Mm-hmm. They're not going to invest any money out of their bottom line to go do exploration when they could just get shut down in, instantly. Sure. They're not going to. Why would why, they? Why yeah, would exactly. they? It, it's not a good business decision. Mm-hmm. So you have to look at, you know, the cost of goods sold and and the opportunity cost. And you have to do these big calculations to figure out at the end of the day, am I going to enrich my shareholders and enrich my company? Because that's their job. Mm-hmm. And in this environment it's very hazardous to be in business in a, in a politically sensitive business. So the answer is they're going to be very conservative. Right. So there you go. You're going to be a little bit stagnant in exploration right now because nobody wants to take any risk. Correct. So 
stop blaming the oil companies because you people in Washington, D.C. that have never had to go out and earn a dollar don't know how the world works. Ding, 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 ding. Correctly. Exactly. I give you an A on that analysis, sir. Uh, yeah, it's just it's pretty obvious to me, but maybe not obvious to there. Well, you know, l- l- listen, we're going we're going to talk a little bit about um, you know something that's I'm noticing on my local level is is the crime uh, is it's out of control. And you're actually bringing up the fact uh, that there are two systems of law oh, enforcement. Oh, oh yeah, for, depending on who you are. If you are a conservative or if you are you believe in the Constitution, they will yep. throw the full force prosecutorial, prosecutorial along with um, uh, you know, every government, government agency that has a badge. They will come after you full force. That's right. Now, if you're let's let's talk about the most popular uh, one that gets away with it all because he's on the left is uh, Juicy Small A. Yeah. Spent seven days in jail of his 150 days he's supposed to be there. And let's not even talk about parole or getting out early because he's he's appealing the decision based on racial disparities that he's claiming. That's what the that's what the he says that the jury was was tainted or some nonsense like that. (laughs) Um, He he's Uh, out of jail. Well, you know, this guy, this, well, wait a minute. Hold on a second. You're right. Let's talk about the gravity of what that guy did. Right. For just a minute. Okay. Sure. He perpetrated a hoax. Huge. Huge hoax. that Not as big as the Russian hoax, but okay. Pretty big. (laughs) He he perpetrated a hoax that could have started, and, and I'm sure there was violence and fallout and people got hurt because of it. This guy, not only did he, you know, let's not even talk about the opportunity cost here of wasting the police and investigative time and the mm-hmm. court's time and all. That's millions of freaking dollars of our pockets. Mm-hmm. We'll never see that money again. But that's just the cost of doing business. This guy created havoc in the streets. He created divide. He created a lot of tension. He created, he set up a situation, right? Sure. So it's really, you know, people will look at it and say, well, you know, they charged him with five felonies for a reason. Mm. He could have done like 12 years in jail. Should have done 12 years in jail. That's the whole point. I agree. I agree. I agree. He got a light sentence. He got off light. But I just wanted to lay the background on that. So everybody to catch Mm -hmm. everybody up. The gravity of what he did was incredibly serious. Correct. And we're not taking it seriously. Right. We're not. He he gained the system, you know, good for him and his lawyers. But, you know, that only goes to show you if you've got money, influence and friends, you can game the system. Right. Now, let's talk about people that got arrested for misdemeanors on January 6th. Uh, are sitting and rotting in jail, literally. Yeah. What do we call those kind of people in this country? We call them political prisoners. They are 100 percent political prisoners. And it's. Uh, it it boggles my mind why we're not taking care of them first. <sighs> Two tier justice system. Yep. Which then brings us into the next next part of our kind of thought process today about taking care of ourselves. Are we? Aren't you and I, Alpha, and everyone else who listens to us, and every citizen here in the United States, entitled to the truth? Depends on whose truth, I suppose. But yes, 
Well, I, I would say that in my experience, if I have the facts in front of me, if I know how, how I'm going to approach something, I can come up with a game plan and I can come up with a, a resolution to the problem at hand. That's like any other type of person out there that's faced with a problem. They have to come up with solutions. But can you come up with solutions and a game plan if you're not given the truth first? Well, that's that goes along with yeah. Well, you you cannot um, a decision making process. You know, uh, around your kitchen table, you know, out on the street while you're driving, whatever. It, it depends on truisms of life, right? Mm -hmm. Or just absolute fact, not feelings. Correct. Because facts yeah. don't care about your feelings, as and not at all. Shapiro says <laughs> that's right. They don't care about your feelings, and we, we're we're living in in a world that's run and fueled by emotion and feelings and we're suppressing fact. Right. Which leads to fear. Absolutely. You can, you know, there's, there's a quote out there and, and we're talking a little bit about the divide in this country between, you know, truth and lies in this country. And there's a, there's a saying out there and I, and I, I cannot remember how to attribute this to it. It's coming to me now. It's, it's much easier to lie to somebody than convince them that they've been lied to. Mm -hmm. When you look at the news, you're not looking at news anymore. You're, no. you're, you're looking at what you, what they want you to see. You're looking at narratives. You're looking at, and it's, it's, it's so blatant. And it's it, propaganda. And, That's what it is. It, it is prop it's propaganda. It is 24-7 news cycle fear porn. Correct. And what is the easiest way to motivate somebody to action? Scare fear. them. Scare yeah. them. Yep. Oh, you new variant of COVID coming. Got to stay inside your house. You can control them. No, Absolutely. not anymore. I'm not, not letting it happen. Well, yeah, we, we learned our lessons the hard way now, didn't we? Sure. And we'll we'll talk a little bit about how we learned our lessons here in a little while. We have one more story that we're going to talk about here. But there's a big, big divide in this country. Those that want to believe what they're told and those that believe nothing. Right. <laughs> I think it's a generational thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we talked about this. You and I are from the uh, the Gen the X. Time, you know, they taught us how to critically think during school, which was a. I'm very happy they taught us how to do it. We ask why. Our first response is no. Give me some evidence or give me some some um, facts as to why I should say yes. But my first answer is no. And then if you don't produce the receipts or show me with an illogical uh, way that we need to do something a certain way, then out comes the no way. Yes. A good friend of mine has a different thought process on it. And it's a little mm. harsher, but um, <laughs> yeah, the thing about it is, and we were also taught not to have thin skin, right? right. And not to let, well, we, we grew up with a, with an expression, you don't have the right not to be offended. Correct. But now everyone gets triggered or they get <laughs> insulted or they're offended and, and like they need a safe space. I'm like, get over yourselves, really. Well, okay, so let's put that into the context of today, right? Let's look at what's going on right now. 
everybody's running around this country. You've got people running this country that are catering to these group of groups of people that are easily influenced by fear. Then they are. I, I, I won't even I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Right. And how's that? How's it working for us? Um, these, not these emotionally driven decisions that are being made based upon propaganda, fear and lies. Right. I mean, not only does it have to do with COVID, no. uh, we've seen that now we're now we're seeing Ukraine and, and we're we're hearing, you know, we're seeing the little flags of Ukraine flags. Well, one, the teachers union does, didn't do her geography lessons very well because she's the president of the, the teachers union and she had it upside down. Yeah. And then she spelt Ukraine wrong when she tried to apologize and to take that down, too. So, <laughs> you know, the edge, you know, what does that tell me? It tells me that the education system is not paying attention to what they, the details and teaching our kids and their worry about narratives and separating us and causing fear. Well, it's all about it's all about. Flash appearance instead of substance. Correct. And it's all based on it's it's a lie. It's an image that the left wants to portray that they care and you know we're sensitive and we're this that and the other thing you're not correct you're not helping anybody but yourselves right and you're all going to eat each other alive you'll never pass your own purity tests your lies are starting to catch up with you there are people out there in the world that have their eyes wide open mm -hmm. and your days my friends are numbered and it's unfortunate mm -hmm. Like I said, it's much easier to lie to somebody than to convince them that they've been lied to. Right. But, but what you're seeing is a lot of people that are lied to are starting to wake up. Yes, they see are. And see what's going on. Or I like the, I like the Matrix reference, red-pilled. Absolutely. They're, they're getting red-pilled all over the place. There are people still running around on the left, still claiming that Donald Trump was a Russian agent. Wow. They're a day late and a dollar short, my friend. Oh, absolutely. Coffee. Sorry about that. Had to take a sip of coffee. But yeah, it's just crazy. You can't convince these people that they're wrong. And they've been in, in how can with the 24 hour news cycle pounding propaganda into people's head over and over and over and over and over again and fear and fear and fear and lies and lies and lies. Yeah, there's a group of people that are very susceptible to that. And they're also dividing us. Why? Because Abraham Lincoln said a uh, divided country cannot stand. That's right. And we'll only destroy ourselves from within. And that's, that's right. been that's been the motto of the Russians. The only way to destroy America is from within. And that they're doing every, a good job of it. And they're doing a very, very good job of it. So that leads us to another topic here that we really want to talk about. There is an 800-pound gorilla in the room, and we talked about it before on the last program talk about it again and some of the things that we're about to say are not going to be terribly popular not at all mm -hmm. well we're incredibly sensitive to the human suffering that is going on in ukraine i'm not sure that i listen there, there's no doubt that there's a war going on over there right you it's you and war. i can, you and i can both agree on that yeah yeah yep people are dying right We agree on that one thing only against the prevailing narrative. The overarching problem that I have, and, and maybe Bravo shares this with me, but I'm going to come out mm. and say it. I don't know why this is happening. Mm. I, I don't know. 
if what we're being told is the real reasoning behind yeah yeah with, with that caveat i would i would agree with you we do not know what's going on right and why it's going on you know and what we're finding out is as reports come out and they talk about certain battles or how many people died or they're they're able to trace it back with the what we call the way back machine and and old posts that uh you were telling me earlier that a picture of a beirut bombed uh building was repurposed well wait a minute let's let's lay the groundwork for that sure i saw a report that was from uh, one of the t- one of the cities that is supposedly being shelled mm-hmm. in Ukraine. I, it's a it's a it's a video that was taken of a smoking, bombed out site that was off slightly in the distance. In the foreground, you've got concrete buildings that were absolutely pancaked, and you could see water behind the the smoking wreck, right, mm-hmm. like the ocean. Right. And the sun was out and it was a, it was a bright day and it was like beige, like Middle East beige. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at this video and they're claiming it was taken in, in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at this video and I'm like, well, that doesn't look one and one sometimes don't equal two. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at it and I'm like, what the hell? And I wasn't the only one that picked up on this. Mm-hmm. That was when, do you guys, everybody out in the audience, do you remember when that big store of ammonium nitrate in Beirut Harbor blew up Yeah. about two years ago? Yep. And we sat and, and a couple of uh, dork friends of mine calculated to within a couple hundred thousand pounds of, of what the quantity was. It was a massive quantity. Mm-hmm. It was like two million pounds of ammonium nitrate. Holy cow. <laughs> yeah, it was just ridiculous. And it blew up the entire city. That was the video that we were being shown as a Russian bombing attack in Ukraine. For today. That was on the news. Oh, my God. And that's been proven. That story has been vetted, and it's 100% correct. That's right. Now, depending on what grouping, again, you fall in, which third do you fall in? You know, I believe that story. But if you have someone that's in fear or wants to do a no-fly zone over... Ukraine, they're going to say, well, let's, we got, that's the reason why we need to do a Ukraine no fly zone. And I'm going to say, uh, no, we don't. And here's the yeah. reason why, Alpha. You're not dealing with a proxy war anymore. All right. No. You got the main player, Russia, who is the, was the biggest portion of the United, uh, uh, the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics, USSR, right? Um, you have you have a very uh, large army with a, with technology that does work. Let's just put it to you that way. But the biggest thing they have are nuclear weapons. That's right. And you want to start poking the bear, which was back with the Soviets were known as the bear. Yeah. You want to start poking them, and we want to escalate. I think there's a there's a very clear signal as to why we're not doing anything right now. Because if yes. you follow patterns, if you follow data points, right, and you look at the the way Biden has been running the administration, I believe if it wasn't for something holding him back, and I, I, I can't put my finger on it, and we'll find out someday, I'm sure, um, 
They would, we would have been in there by now. Don't you think alpha, you know, they would have been sending stuff over and they would have been doing all this, but we're not, we're trying to appeal to other countries to run a proxy war for us against the Russians. What are they? It's just, it just doesn't make any sense. Well, and I think the polls pulled a clutch move the other day. Mm -hmm. I want to send the MiG 29s that they have in their possession. I can't remember the quantity. And they're like, yeah, we'll go ahead and we'll let Ukraine air force use these. But the first thing we're going to do is we're going to send them to Ramstein, Germany. They can take them out of there. Right. And then you need to back <laughs> with F-16s. That's right. And the government didn't do it. Our government didn't take the bait on it. And the Poles were very, very smart mm-hmm. because the Poles, they're exposed right on their eastern right. flank. Right. They're exposed. Uh, and what they wanted to do was send those planes out of a, a NATO base, mm-hmm. a third party to rope in the Americans when, when the uh, defecation hit the rotary oscillator. <laughs> well, that was smart on their part. I, I can't say it wasn't smart. Right. But they're not, they're not stupid either because the, you know, you don't need Russia traipsing over the border into them either. No, they don't need that. Because here's the, well, here's the other, here's the other part of the, the signal, not the noise. If Russia comes traipsing into Poland, does Poland have any confidence that the United States is going to run to their aid? After what I saw happen in Afghanistan here last August, I would say that if I were a NATO ally and I was counting on the United States to back me up, I would think twice before I did anything. That's why we're in the situation we're in. So so everyone that we just talked about with me, you know, our conversations that we have weekly about current events, we kind of go into these deep dives and we we think about other confounding factors or or other things that could be contributing to this and not just the headline. Okay. And so the the sides of the front, you know, Ukraine, who's on Ukraine's side? I can't answer that question. There's talks about certain factions of of soldiers that go that date back to the World War II <laughs> Axis powers. Okay, um, we we can't we can't we don't have any information out on that. Um, if you look at Russia's uh, strategy right now, they're you know. If you listen to the mainstream media, they're all touting how Russia is very slow and they're having supply issues. And well, I know the Russian army is not that, or the Russian air force isn't that great because they don't practice as much as we do. But they have tanks and they have armor and they, they have, have lots. They have lots of it. That's lots right. Of it. And they know how to use it. I'm not really buying it. I'm not buying that that narrative. However, I'm also noticing that they're not going in there like. Look at history. How did they invade Poland? How did the Germans invade Poland? Yeah, it took them like three days. They blitzkrieg the entire country. They they just made lines of tanks and they just started running over everything and they didn't care who was in the way and who who they who they squashed. You can't tell me right now, Alpha, that the the Russian army right now is picking and choosing strategic uh, surgical strikes on certain targets. And when you relate that back to what's going on with the people that have their hands in Ukraine, and it's been proven in history over the last eight years, corruption, um, bioweapons. Oh, we'll get to that in a second. Okay. So you see where this is going. When you start peeling back the onion, the tears start flowing because of the onion is irritating to my eyes, but it's also irritating because it's truth that's buried underneath. That's right. 
we have a, we have a truth problem in this country. You know, sure. uh, Marco Rubio is no no great conservative. All right, but he did get Victoria Newland to admit. You know, whether it was staged or whatever, they said the quiet part out loud. We've right. got bio labs in Ukraine, and now they're touting that these bio labs are really just for health purposes and everything else. I said you need a health lab that has level four viral uh, pathogens. Well, wait a minute. Now, now, part of what could be going on here, back before the breakup of the Soviet Union, the Soviets had bioweapons manufacturing research facilities all over the place, too. What's to say that some of their crap isn't locked up there, too? Right. And the reason we were funding these labs in the first place was to give all these suddenly jobless, incomeless Russian uh, or Soviet uh, scientists something to do and a source of income to keep them secure so they didn't go rogue actor and work for, like, Iran mm. to bolster their weapons programs. Well, the path of good intentions leads to a mess. <laughs> Absolutely. So we don't have any idea what the hell we're messing around with over there. And maybe Vladimir Putin, you know, there's got to be a little bit of truth to the propaganda he's putting out, too. He's acting like a crazy person. There's no doubt about it. Right. However, well, again, we're not there. The reports that we're getting, we can't rely upon. And I'll be honest with you, Alpha. I need to take care of myself first, my family first, and my community. And That's right. It, and right now, we are we are suffering like I can never have imagined in my life. Uh, we're paying too much. We're being controlled too much. We are being, uh, manipulated too much. And you know what? I just want the truth and I want you to leave me alone. Government. That's what I'm talking about. Exactly. We've been lied to for the last two years, which leads us to our, you know, look, Ukraine is a, is a mess. I believe none of what I read and half of what I see. That's right. Believe half of what you read and nothing that you're told. That's right. And that's a that's a very Gen X thing. We were told that all yep. through school. Remember? Yep. yep. Yeah. Remember middle school? Remember? Oh, English yeah. Class? Yeah. And journalism. I took journalism in college. All right. Mm -hmm. Um. So, yeah. So anyhow, that leads us to our next topic. You know, we, we've been. Really busy. Uh, Bravo and I have been really busy. Trying to go through some information. We, we talked a little bit about it on, on the last program. Um, yep. 77, somebody, 78. If you haven't had a chance to listen to it, please go back, listen yes. to those shows. If you don't listen to any others, exactly. There, there are some other, th these two shows I, I would say are our keystone project right now for this year. <laughs> well, this is kind of going to kick off a series, uh, because mm -hmm. when you start asking questions and you start digging into data, that leads to more digging, more questions and lots more questions actually. <laughs> oh, Oh, yes, because every time you peel back a layer of the onion that we're looking at, mm -hmm. and, and to give everybody a quick preview, we talked about it in 77 and 78. Uh, Pfizer on March 1st was forced to uh, distribute or disseminate a large data dump um, at a quicker pace than they were originally planning on, on releasing. Sure, because the, 2097 can't come soon enough. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's when they're going to release this information. And it was... Yeah. It was not just Pfizer, by the way, Alpha. Remember, oh, we no, found no, out no. the FDA had their hands in this, too, wanting to keep this quiet. And what we're finding um, is for good reason. 
Um, that, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so what we're what we're doing right now is we're working on a, a deep dive analytical approach. Um, I'm learning things from Alpha. Alpha's learning stuff from me on how to how to do this kind of stuff, and um, we are looking to pull the wool off this this uh, lie that's been perpetrated on all of us. There are rules that have been long established for a reason. Mm-hmm. When you're talking about medications and just to, not to give away the farm, but there, there are rules that and safeguards that are in place for a reason. Let's just say we're, we're examining how those rules were applied to the last two years of our lives mm. without giving away the farm. But just as a quick, quick preview, that's essentially what we're, what we're working on. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a ton of data out there, uh, a ton. Some good, some not so good, and you have to really understand what it is that you're looking at. And it takes, it's an iterative process to sort through mountains and yards of data to, you know, uh, my, 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 my dear father would say, you have to separate the uh, pepper from the fly poop. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there's a lot of fly poop out there. Yep. But you know the truth when you see it. And there's something I wanted to talk about, you know, look, um, we talked about the adverse effects in 77 and 78 of, of the vaccinations of, of at least Pfizer, right? Yep. Because that's cold, hard data that we have in, in our hands. That's reliable. Everybody in the, in the world understands under Patriot Act and, and a number of other different means, our government has indemnified the vaccine manufacturers against liability, right? That's correct. That shield holds as long as the vaccine manufacturers are truthful in their reporting, right? That's correct. The minute minute you lie, you open yourself up to a liability or a further look, right? Right. Right. Ever wonder why the U.S. government kicked and screamed so hard when the federal court judge told them that they had to release the data? Mm Mm-hmm. Because I'm not sure that the... I'm not sure the lies are coming from the pharmacological companies. That's correct. So everyone out there, yep. that's something that's something that we are um, working on right now. <laughs> and uh, we are looking forward to bringing that to you. So look for that coming up. And we hope you enjoy it. Uh, it should be just thrilling reading. Uh, you know, it reads like stereo instructions because it's a research paper. However, you know, it's, it's the truth and somebody needs to, you know, like we're, we're just two idiots with computers, microphones, and who, who have a deep love for each other. And we liked, we actually enjoy doing this stuff. It's it's fun. Actually, it really is fun. And we just want to bring you something. It was our job to bring out something that was the truth. And this is the perfect opportunity to apply the individual skills that we have to put something together where you can look at it, scratch your head and go, Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Maybe I should start looking. That's right. 
This is a catalyst for everyone out there to start waking up. <laughs> Wake up, people. People that generally would listen to our program. Oh, yeah. I'm talking awake. about the ones that are in the second, third that are busy doing their stuff, but they may not be taking the time to really understand what's going on around them because it is affecting them directly. If anybody thinks that the these vaccines aren't affecting them directly, they're they're out of their minds. Yep. Anyhow, and on that note, you know that that's all we have for you today. We've got to get back hard at work at cranking out this uh, piece of work that we're working on, and we <sighs> been burning the midnight oil trying to get this thing hammered into shape. And uh, this is a different style of writing that I'm used to, but uh, it's kind of fun. Okay. Well, everyone, remember. Thank a uh, EMT, firefighter, police officer, first line medical workers, and especially the military for what they do for us every day. And despite the battle of the barriers that are being placed in front of them by our own government, they are there to help us. And I thank them for that. Me as well. And be eternally skeptical. Hey, it, it's a, uh, it's a lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> yes it is be a right, pessimist it's great you, you will find you will find that you're disappointed less when you're pessimistic about everything that's right so anyhow everybody thanks a lot thanks for joining us um we look forward to bringing you another episode here sometime probably next week sorry about that uh we're like i said we're busy cranking away at work so everyone have a great day make the best out of it and go out and do something nice for somebody it actually feels good and it brightens somebody's day there's enough crap in the world thanks a lot everybody take care Again, thanks for listening. This is the end of our Signal 50 transmission.